rims above with some mighty strange things. It's a sort of rumbling. Now, what in blazes could Grant, it? Hey, Grant. Huh? Get to the wagon. It's buffalo. They're pouring out of the valley like water. I see them now. They're heading right this way. Just stay for the hurry, Charlie. Run. Climb in the wagon. Drive out of here. Come on, get a move on. We're over The hearty cry of Hyo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. <laughs> The end of the Civil War and the passage of more liberal homestead laws saw the tide of emigration to the western United States reach its greatest height. Land was to be had for the asking, but peace and security were not, and the West could not be won until law and order were established. It was then that the masked rider of the plains first rode in the cause of justice. Astride his great horse, Silver, he fought crime and criminals throughout the new territory, and no man did more to make the frontier safe for honest men. Now return with us to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! We're heading north to the Oregon Trail! Someone's waiting for us! As our story opens, the Lone Ranger and Tonto have made their camp for the night on a bluff overlooking the famous trail to the northwest. The light of several campfires can be seen on the plain below. There's another wagon train, Tonto. Hmm. Me see it. That's what this part of the country needs. People to make homes here. People with the courage to face difficulties and fight for what they want. That be plenty good thing. Someday, the West will be just as rich as the East. That's right. But the people who will make it rich are these pioneers. 
What kind? Listen. That buffalo must be the herd we passed earlier today. Men come plenty fast. Something frightened them. They're stampeding. Uh, there they are. Them not far off. They're heading for the valley. I wonder what you think. The valley's narrow. That leads to the place where the wagon train is camped. That's right. Here, Silver. What you do? The buffalo may stop before they reach the wagon train, but if they don't, there'll be plenty of trouble. Go, White Fellow, Tonto. Here, White Fellow. We'll follow the herd and see if they do any damage. That's it. That's a good idea. Come on, get on. White Fellow. The men and women of the wagon train were resting around their campfires, unaware of the danger that threatened. Grant Elder, the leader of the train, was speaking to one of the groups. Well, folks, we covered a right good stretch of ground today. And tomorrow we ought to do even better. Huh. I don't see where we've done so good. Now, don't you go to complaining again. Why shouldn't I complain? I'm darn sorry I ever came along. We should have stayed back east where we belong. Yeah? Trouble. Nothing but trouble is all we've had. First off, them contractors cheated us back in Eagle City. The grub they sold us was full of worms, ain't fit to eat. It's a blame sight better than nothing. We ain't had half water enough. Tom Billings' young'un died the other day. Most of the wagons have broke down a dozen times or more. Trouble? <laughs> I'm so blame sick of it, I wish I'd never heard of this part of the country. That's no way to talk, Paul. You shouldn't Look be... Look here, to... Cora. Don't you be telling me what to think and what not to. You're getting just like your ma was. And what's more... Hey, Grant. What's the matter, Jim? Do you hear what I hear? Well, I what, what is it? Oh, heavens above, with a mighty strange thing. It's a sort of rumbling. Now, what in blazes could... Grant, hey, Grant. Huh? Get to the wagon. It's buffalo. They're pouring out of the valley like water. I see them now. They're heading right this way. Just can't yeah. the hurry, child. Run. Oh, oh, climb in the wagon. Drive out of here. Buffalo. Come on, get a move on. We're all Hurry The buffalo swept down upon the unprepared camp. Few of the men had time to hitch their horses, and still fewer were able to drive clear of the stampede. Come on, stroke of good fortune, the herd separated at the last moment, and the damage, though great, was not as heavy as it might have been. When the danger was over, Grant Elder tried desperately to reorganize the train. Jim, Sam, round up the women folks. Take account of everybody and see if anyone's hurt. All right, sir. Ain't nobody hurt that I can see. Blast it. Take a look at my wagon. It'd get busted up, sir. Busted up. There ain't enough left of it for kindling. My stuff strung out every which way. I've had just about an all I'm going to stand for. Shuck, Silas, you knew when we started out we'd have our troubles. I can take my share, but I... Who's that? I don't know. He called his horse Silver. Well, he can call his horse what he blame pleases. But what I'm saying is I've seen all of the West I want to. And I ain't the only one that feels that way either. Oh, Silver! Oh, 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 oh
<laughs> I'm not an outlaw. What that means? I have my own reasons for that. Came to see if we can help you. Well, outlaw or not, we can use all the help that comes our way, I reckon. We were afraid the buffalo might reach your camp. Did they do much damage? Damage? Why, the blasted critters just about wrecked us. Do you wonder if we don't find somebody's been killed? Here comes Jim. Maybe he can tell us there is or not. Well, I've had a good look around, Grant. What'd you find out? Well, there's about a third of the wagons pretty well smashed up. But I think maybe some of them can be fixed again. Yeah? Anybody hurt? Not one, thank the Lord. We was mighty lucky that way. Where damned you to? He's bringing the women folks along. There they are now. For land's sake alive. I never in my born days had such a scare. You all right, Cora? Just shook up a little, Paul. Folks, it's about time we had a showdown. Meaning just what, Silas? Well, it's like what I've been saying for the last week. The biggest mistake we ever made was to come out west. What I say is we ought to turn around come morning and head back for where we belong. Sure, Silas. What got into you? I'm just talking good sense. You really believe that, Silas? Well, look what's happened. If this was the first thing that'd gone wrong, maybe I wouldn't say nothing. But it's been one thing after another ever since we crossed the Mississippi. And now you want to turn back? Of course I do. Anybody with sense would feel the same. What do the rest of you think? I'm for keeping on. Well, I don't know, Grant. Maybe Silas is right. Well, like Silas says, we've run into a heap more trouble than we ever figured on. Isn't the opportunity to make a new home worth the sacrifice? Sure, but... You men... Grant and the masked man are the only ones with any gumption. It ain't for women to judge. <laughs> We're good enough to nurse you when you're ailing and mend your clothes and do all the things you'd rather get out of. But when it comes to deciding anything, then it's only the men folks that have any say. Now, honey, it ain't right for you to speak up so. Well, isn't it right? We do our share, don't we? Cora. I don't care, Paul. You ought to ask us women what we think once in a while. Good for you, child. That's enough of that. I well, don't now want you're to hear Huh? Listen to me. When you people started out, it was to begin new lives in a new country. Don't give up now. Settlers are needed in the West. And whatever your hardships, you'll be repaid a hundred times before you're through. Just a second. Yes? I'm wondering just what your game is, anyhow. What are you so blamed anxious for us to keep on for? Looks mighty funny to me. You'll have to believe I'm thinking of your good. I don't have to believe nothing, and I don't... Silas, I declare you're the most contrary man I ever seen. Hold on, everybody. This is something we can decide later on. But right now, we got work to do, and it's time we did it. That's good sense, anyhow. We'll straighten things out. Then maybe by tomorrow, Silas and the rest of you will get your gumption back. Come on, you fellas. Get them wagons straight up. Under the direction of Grant Elder and the masked man, order was quickly restored. The wagons were repaired, and in the morning, at the suggestion of the Lone Ranger, Dan and Jim trailed the buffaloes to obtain fresh meat for the train. We see the two men as they come within range of the herd. There they are up ahead, Jim. Yeah. And we'll stop here. If we get too close, maybe they'll start running again. Whoa, whoa, whoa there. Whoa, whoa. Better get off your horse, Jim. It'll be easier shooting. Reckon it will at that. There's a good-sized rock. That'll make a rest for our rifles. Come on. You know, Jim, I was just thinking. Thinking? Well, here we are. This will do fine. Yeah, I was thinking the masked fella might have the right of it after all. I don't know. Well, it don't hardly seem like we should have come all this way just to turn around again and traipse back home. 
Joe. And all the women folks seem mighty set on going ahead. If we turn around, they're liable to make things right uncomfortable for us. It ain't for women to have the say. Of course it ain't, but still, you know... Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, we can talk about it later. Right now, we ought to be getting fresh meat. Uh Uh-huh. I got my sights on that critter over to the left. Yeah? I'll take the one next to him. Ready? Yeah. Don't miss. I got mine. So did I. Come on, Will. What's that? Must be somebody else hurt. Who could be? Well, maybe it's someone that we... Say... Was aimed our way. Engines. They're coming over that hill. Back to the horses. Let the meat go. How many are there? I don't know. And I ain't waiting to find out. Steady there, steady. We're heading for camp as fast as we can make it. Get up there. Get along with you. Get up there. Jim raced across the prairie toward the wagon train. As they neared the camp, their shouts brought a group of people running to meet them. Engine! We see Engines fired at us. They heard the shooting at them buffalo. You sure there were Indians? We wouldn't mistake a thing like that. Then that settles it. That settles what? We are heading back east. We can face stampedes and dust and sickness. But when it comes to murdering redskins, it's time we got out of here. Indians wouldn't be likely to attack a wagon train as well-guarded as yours. They just shot at Jim and Dan, didn't they? Because they saw them alone. How do we know what they'll do? Grant, I'm telling you, you can't make us go no further. Do the rest of you fellas feel like that? I wasn't so sure before. But right now, I says the same as Silas. And so do I. Well, then, I reckon that's what we'll have to do. Land sakes alive. Growed men is scared of a few painted savages. It's your own good we're considering as well as ours. It's the men that has to do the fighting. Let me oh, tell you that. Come, Soto. Let me come. This is the first I've heard of Indians near here, Kimasabi. What we do? Steady, old fellow. <laughs> You and I are going to investigate those Indians. Mm, that's good. I want to know more about them. The curtain falls on the first act of our thrilling Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. I'd like to shake them good. The very idea of turning back when we're this far along. They say they're going east in the morning. And they won't listen to us. It's mostly Pa's doing. He hadn't kept so everlastingly at the others. Maybe they wouldn't have agreed to going back so easy. It's just like men, folks. All is looking for the easy way out. Now, Maggie, I reckon they ain't no worse than the average. <laughs> The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.